Rusty Quill presents. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, I only want to plug one thing this time, and that is postcards. If you are listening to this on the main feed on release day, today, November 30th, then it is the final day that you can sign up for the December holiday postcard. By becoming a $15 patron at patreon.com slash woe underscore begone, where in addition to ad-free access to early access episodes access, instrumentals, soundtrack albums, Q&As, directors' commentaries, movies with Michael, and more, you will get a monthly postcard with a handwritten note from a character that tells part of a larger story. October's postcard was about a Halloween prank gone wrong. November's postcard was about Marissa's birthday party. And December's postcard will have a special holiday twist. So sign up at the $15 level at patreon.com slash woe underscore begone by the end of the month so you don't miss the holiday postcard. Special thanks to my 10 newest patrons, Jennifer Toner, Floral Botanist, Amelie Gilmore, Heather, Moss, Bertobiter, Mikey Mike and the Funky Bunch, Alex, Juniper from the Garage, and Count Grabeau for supporting the show. Enjoy. Warning. This episode contains a loud noise, the timestamp for which is in the description. This is a mighty fine weapon, August. Thanks for the firepower. Anytime. And please, call me Sly. That's the trusty Mossberg 500 you're holding there. It'll get you out of a pinch, no problem. Got us out of the flinchite compound and mostly one piece. I think it can handle Ed Man and M Dog. You can keep that in if you want. Really? That's too kind of you, Sly. Ain't nothing. Michael here duplicated it, so we got as many as we need. You boys got your pistols ready? Yep. Yes. Always good to diversify. Short range, medium range, long range. Tank. Everything all right over there, Mikey boy. Everything's fine, but I'm ready to get this over with. You want to head back to the tank, maybe, and wait this out with Marissa? No, I don't. Then you best be bucking up, soldier. (laughs) Oh, I like this one, Big Bear. (laughs) I'm rubbing off on M.W. You want to come out to the ranch and ride some horses? Shoot the shit sometime, M.W.? I reckon I would. Matt and Mikey, you're free to tag along, too. You know. Mikey, I ain't talked to you in a dog's age. I think I'll sit this one out. Count me in, Sly. Say, Matt, you've been keeping an eye on these two fellers, right? Ed Dog and uh, Ed Man and M Dog. What should we be expecting? 
Are we walking into a gunfight or a negotiation? I'm not sure what to expect. They try extremely hard to give off the impression that they're laid back and relaxed. Their Instagram makes it seem like they've gone full parrot head, or whatever the version of a parrot head is where it goes all the way around from being ironic back to being sincere again, and without listening to Jimmy Buffett, calling themselves Edman and M-Dog, wearing Hawaiian shirts the whole nine yards. Just Edman and M-Dog, kicking back and relaxing in style in Vancouver. Edman and M-Dog. Edman and M-Dog. Please stop saying Edman and M-Dog. What's wrong, M-Dog? Do not call me that. Mikey hates it. Is that true, M-Dog? <laughs> Matt, you don't have to give them more ammunition than they already clearly have. M-Dog ain't that bad a nickname, Mikey. It ain't too far off from M-W here, and that's a fine name. Ain't that right, M-W? Don't bother me none. So, it seems like smooth sailing for Edman and M-Dog. Everything appears to be on the level. Two on the level, if you ask me. They write in their Instagram descriptions about how they're making up for lost time and all that, but it all feels too precious. It's too much. It feels like they're establishing alibis for something. They're always going to events and small business grand openings. Anything that they can take a picture in front of that establishes exactly where and when they were. What the alibis are for, I have no idea. Could be alibis for hunting down our escapees. Not that an alibi means shit when you can travel through time anyways. They shouldn't be able to time travel. As far as we know, they don't have calculators or access to over or to anyone else with technology. It don't all add up. We ain't privy to some of the story here. Which is why we ain't consolidating them with MW here. Something's fishy. That might actually be the fish. We're in Kitsilano, which is right on the bay. Remind me to put going fishing on our to-do list. Assuming that things don't take a turn out here, I mean. I haven't been fishing in ages. Maybe since we went fishing at Glacier, Mikey? You been to Glacier? I live out that way. No kidding. Small world. Can we focus, please? We need to be prepared, because we don't know how this is going to go in there. We are burning daylight out here. And I'm excited to meet Edman and M-Dog face-to-face. Then you want to do the honors and ring that there doorbell for us, Matt? You got it, Michael. Remember, be cordial. We don't know what we're walking into. They might just roll over and give us everything that we want with no fight. We just don't know. Hey, I'm cool as a cucumber, pal. You always are, Badger. I am when you're around, Big Bear. Badger? Big Bear. Cute. I'm optimistic. 
Maybe Edman and M-Dog truly are just some super chill guys, living the good life and luxury out here in kits. Though that doesn't sound like any Mike Walters that I've ever met. Oh, maybe they went to therapy. Hi, Edgar. Well, well, well. If it isn't Mikey Bear, and Michael the Cowboy, and Matt, and, well, the whole army's here. To what do I owe the visit? Howdy, Edman. Nice to see you. This here's August. I don't believe you two have been acquainted. Howdy, Edgar. Nice to meet you, August. Oh, wow, that is one firm handshake you've got there, cowboy. I thought he was going to tear my arm off when I met him this morning. And you can call me Edman. I'd prefer it, actually. Likewise, you can call me Sly. Wonderful. I love meeting new people, especially people important to Mikey Bear. And I suppose that you are here to kill us? Or maybe just me? The shotguns tipped me off that something might be awry. Uh, we're trying to avoid using them if at all possible, Edman. I appreciate that. And I would believe you if you hadn't also parked a tank on my lawn with its gun pointed directly at us. We have neighbors, you know. They can see that. Marissa is waiting for us out there in the tank. We give the word, she opens fire. We don't check in after two hours. She opens fire. She receives a correction from base. She opens fire. You get the idea. Sorry to mess up your lawn, Edman. I'm sure the HOA's gonna be breathing down your neck. HOAs aren't as much of a thing up here, actually, I don't think. Unless you live in Estrada, I guess. Uh, Estrada is just what people around here call a condo. Everything here is a little bit different, and sometimes it feels like it is just for the sake of being different. <laughs> M-Dog and I are still learning the language. Would you like to come in? I'm getting cold standing in the doorway. Even you don't mind, Edman. Not surprised you're cold. It is a bit nipply out here to be wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It's a nice shirt, though. I don't think I've ever seen a Hawaiian shirt with dinosaurs on it. Oh, thank you, Sly. It's cold out, but the Hawaiian shirt is a necessity. Think of it like your cowboy hat, Michael. Now you're speaking my language, Edman. Then come inside. I don't suppose that I can convince you all to take your shoes off in the doorway? No, sir. Thought that I would ask anyway. M-Dog, Base Army is here to kill us. Put on the coffee if you don't mind. Sure thing, babe. How many are there? Five. Uh, six if you count Marissa. Does Marissa want coffee? I can't imagine that there's heat in that thing. She must be getting cold. You could bring some out to her. She'll be fine. All right, if you say so. Please, have a seat anywhere. M-Dog chided me for throwing away my money when I splurged on this big old modular couch because we hardly ever have anyone over, but it's finally coming in handy. I keep telling him that we should have a game night, get to know the neighbors, but he says no one would want to play Scythe with us. Even I don't want to play Scythe with us, Panther. I've played twice and I don't think I know the rules. We are not subjecting company to that. I know how to play Scythe. And you live in town. You should come over for game night sometime. All the more reason not to kill us. Babe, you didn't tell me that there's a new cowboy Mike. I didn't know. The middle Mike, you mean? Yeah, babe, that's not Mike from Latvia base. He's not old enough. That Mike's from our time, if I were to guess? You can call me M.W., thank you very kindly. M.W. Well, nice to meet you, M.W. What happened to Mike? You don't need to know what happened to Mike, but M.W. is part of why we're here. 
As I presume you know, there was an incident wherein several different iterations of Overmike and Ovedger fled from Over and out into the world. After dealing with the iteration that was the source of the issue, we underwent a cleanup effort to minimize the damage, which resulted in the consolidation of those iterations back into one mic, M.W. M.W. I am starting to understand. You are here with an ultimatum. You've consolidated all of these Mikeys into M.W. Now you're here with your shotguns to tell M.Dog to consolidate with M.W. or we get blown to bits by August here. And if we try anything funny or get the slip on you, Marissa has orders to blow the whole place up and start over again. You can really, you really can just call me Sly. So, M.W., if you're every escaped Mikey consolidated into one person, what'd they do with the Edgar iterations? How we cleaned that mess up is not why we're here. I assure you, we ain't here to consolidate no one, Edman. Michael's right about this. Simply put, we don't know what your deal is. Who are you? And most importantly, did you and M-Dog escape over the night that the rest of the iterations did? How did you end up here? Well, we left over, obviously. But you aren't in the security logs with the rest of the iterations. Hmm. That seems quite suspicious. Now, Edman, I can't say I'm very fond of this method of answering questions. That's not the only suspicious thing. I've been following your Instagram for weeks, and you've been up to something since you've been in Vancouver. You're popping up all over town, all of the time. It looks like you're trying to set up an alibi. Matt, an alibi for what? We're just making up for lost time. You can read all about it on our Instagram. Okay, okay, fair point. All of that is circumstantial. I can't deny that. But you've been up to something out here in Kits. When you were being men about town, I mean. I've been driving by this house every night for a couple of weeks at this point, and the laid-back island lifestyle demeanor seems to vanish when the sun goes down. What? Matt, when did you- Told you so, Bear. That was Matt who was staking out our house. We did not tell him to do that. See, in a vacuum, I would have thought that it was Matt, too. He lives here in Vancouver, and it was only a matter of time before he started becoming more and more involved with base. But then I saw the white van, and that's why I told you that I thought that it was Marissa. It reminded me of that white van that she supplied for us the night that we went on that early base mission. You know, like before there even was an overmic. So, of course, at the end of that mission, we had to blow that van up. But she didn't seem to have any difficulty supplying the first one, so I thought she just got another. I don't drive a white van, M-Dog. I drive a beat-up red pickup truck. Whoever you saw wasn't me. Well, Matt, maybe you ain't that bad a spy after all, seeing as how you didn't get caught. And the bad news for y'all is, uh, looks like someone else is watching you. Oh, that's much more concerning than Matt peeking in our windows. I don't enjoy being spied on by base, but now I'm worried that someone who knows what they're doing has their eyes on us. I don't think we've run afoul of Over, or the Flinchites, or the Arbiters, or anyone of that caliber, though. Uh, no offense taken, Edman. Don't underestimate the organization with a tank pointed at your door. I've killed enough Mikeys to say for certain that if I wanted you dead, you'd be dead. Oh, there. Simmer down, Big Bear. It's not worth getting heated over. Mikey, you got some questions for him, I believe. Yes, and since we clearly pose no threat, you should have no trouble answering, right? 
Regarding the escapees, the Mikes and Edgars that fled over on that night, many of them were killed after the escape. Were you involved in any of these killings? No, we weren't. Of course we weren't. And you would tell me the truth if you were involved. I'd like to think so, yes. But that is neither here nor there, because we were not involved. Mikey, what would our motive even be? Can't say what the motive would be. We just don't know enough. But what do you say, Mikey? M.W., you believe these guys? Hmm. I think so. M.Dog's right that we don't have a motive. And I can usually tell when Panther's lying. And I can always tell when one of the Mikes is lying. Yeah, when a Mike's lying, he always makes that face. Y'all know the one. Yeah, it's like a... <laughs> just just like that, that face. That's the lying face. <laughs> it's like a, a tiny bit of conscience poking out from under the surface for a second. Hey, I know that face. Big Bear, we gotta have us a talk later about whether that garbage man really missed our house that one time, or if you forgot to take the garbage can to the end of the driveway. Trouble in paradise. Now, this ain't about me and my ugly lying mug. Edman, M-Dog, if it ain't you out there picking off Mikey's and Edgar's, then we're still trying to put together who is. Y'all could be in danger, and so could we. Besides, y'all, we only got one lead to go on. Have you two seen any folks lurking around any following you? Or maybe they're always just where you happen to be at. Anything like that? Mikey Bear, you're going to need to be much more specific. Unfortunately, that's all we know. I saw him once in the dark, and that's about it. Don't know nothing else, except they seem to coincide with the premature death of the escapees. The Edgars of the group, more often than not. They could all be in danger, Edman and M-Dog, but I think that me and the two of you are definitely in danger. Then I wish we could be more helpful. Do you have any leads on tracking them down? We don't have a lead, but we have Cole. Cole's a close friend of Chance's that owes us some favors after we bailed him out of a bad situation. He's much more technically proficient with the over-technology, so we're having him dig up as much as he can. Unfortunately, we don't have anything to link these two mysterious figures to the rest of the puzzle, so there's only so much work that he can do until we find some more clues. Are you seriously saying that you don't know anything? Anything at all? We have no reason to lie to you. If you're not lying, then you're definitely doing something lying adjacent. Matt, what are you accusing us of? What are you talking about? I've seen the two of you when you thought that no one else was watching. It's all smiles and the perfect marriage and all of that bullshit while you're talking to us. But when the sun goes down and it's just the two of you, it's all black turtlenecks and camo toques and moving mysterious boxes into the back of a U-Haul. Heavy boxes, too. Enough that it takes both of you to get them on the truck. I believe it's pronounced took, actually. That's none of your business. Matt, we loaded that stuff up inside of our fenced-in backyard. Our backyard isn't visible from the road. Which is why I had to hide in your bushes. Don't try to shift the accusations onto me. I was keeping an eye on the two of you, and that night was proof that I was right to do so. What was in the boxes? You fellas want to explain yourselves? We don't need to explain ourselves. None of that is your business. You're Mike and Edgar. Everything you do is our business. Oh, we're the same person now. Now that it's convenient. Edgar. Edman. 
All of these Mikes and Edgars out in the wild are going to get us killed. What you do out here propagates towards the rest of us, and there's no one out here to oversee it. Your outcomes are my outcomes. So, yeah, I guess that we are the same person in this case. Sit down, both of you. Or what, August? You're gonna shoot me? I'm gonna clobber you with the butt of my shotgun. Sit. (sighs) Now, we ain't getting anywhere by throwing around accusations. So let's take it easy. Edman and M-Dog, would you care to explain what Matt saw? (laughs) Gladly. We were downsizing. Edgar had too much crap in the house, and we had two junk rooms, which is at least one too many, one of which was full of airport thriller Raphael Muslani trash that neither of us was ever going to read. If you read between the lines, Raphael Muslani has some really interesting things to say. Yeah, I liked Salesmen and True Believers. Salesmen and True Believers the TV show? I don't even know it was a book. But I got tired of waiting for Edman to read those lines, much less between them, and... I wanted to turn it into a music room. Just as soon as you can find your guitar. I think you're hiding it from me. Long story short, we moved some heavy boxes full of books into a storage facility. There you go. A tale so thrilling that it could be in a Raphael Muslani novel. Maybe if the books were abducted by aliens. Okay, so there's a storage facility. Can you take us to the storage facility? What an enormous waste of time for all of us. Marissa's got a calculator in the tank. We could pop over there and pop right back if it would calm everyone down. Edman, M-Dog? Personally, I would feel better about this whole thing if we did. I don't want you going in there. There's private belongings in there. You have to understand that your reticence gives us all the more reason to check it out. And you have to understand that you're wasting your time as well as ours. You're picking a fight over nothing, and... You're frankly losing the plot here, so let's take a step back. Matt? Get down! Oh my god, what's that? Am I dead? You ain't dead, Mikey. Might be easier if you were. Because if we ain't dead, that means we got trouble to deal with. Everyone okay? MW? I'm fine. Edman? I'm okay. And dog? Me too. I don't think it hit the house. Y'all stay put. Matt, grab your shotgun and follow my lead. We'll assess the damage and report back. I'll tag along too, Badger. You sure, Big Bear? Could get Western out there. I'll have you know that Western's my middle name, Badger. Michael Western Walters? M-W-W for short. Let's move out, men. 10-4. 10-4. M-W... You tend to the herd while we're gone. Can do, Michael. All right, let's go. I want a cool code name like Badger or Big Bear. Yeah, how about Possum? I don't know about that. Let's see how you like it after we break it in. Let's get a move on, Possum. Lock and load, Possum. That sound was definitely Marissa Fire in the tank, right? Michael's not here right now. You don't have to do the cowboy voice. Maybe I just like doing it, Mikey. You ever think of that? Well, your brain is melted from doing all those consolidations. But yes, that was the tank firing. Well, it didn't hit the house. Do you think that Marissa was shooting at us and missed? (laughs) Babe, this is Marissa we're talking about. Marissa doesn't miss. She hit me in the dark from a mile away when she thought I was the bear. Plus, it ain't possible to miss a house from point-blank with a tank. 
whatever she was actually aiming at just got blown to smithereens. I'm just worried she found something else to shoot at. So, now, all we can do is hunker down and wait for the three of them to return, like Michael said. So, August is a badger, huh? I told Michael not to bring him. No, it's fine. Don't say that on my behalf, Mikey. I'm happy for him. He doesn't have an Edgar, and he needs someone to support him. Someone besides other iterations of himself. I saw how he looked over at August for encouragement every time he had something to say. It was sweet. I know that look. Right, M-Dog? You mean this one, Panther? That one. That's mighty understanding of you. If it were me, uh, I, I don't know. I think I'd get jealous or angry or ill at ease. I'm not any of those things. I have Mikey Bear. We have this beautiful house and this wonderful life together. We have eight years to love one another. Michael needs someone to snuggle up to and call him Mikey Bear and have his back when he's in trouble and to be the brains of the operation when necessary. August calls him Big Bear, actually, not Mikey Bear. August even wrote him a little song about it. You heard it, Mikey? He's already shown you the song? Man, he's shown it to everyone. Boris has an MP3 of it. We can't be outdone by the cowboy. I've got to write you a song, Panther. With the missing guitar? It's around here somewhere. Howdy, y'all. We have returned. Returned alive, and I didn't hear any gunfire. No gunfire necessary. What's happening out there? Well, there's a smoking crater across the road from you now, and by the looks of it, there used to be a white van parked there. Now it's just scrap metal. You thinking Marissa took out our suspects? Unclear. Marissa was not available for comment. The other thing that we noticed is that the tank is no longer in the yard. So Marissa drove it off? No more tread marks than the ones that we made coming in. She's vanished. I already called base. She ain't there. She won't answer her phone. Someone took her. And the tank. And one of our calculators. And we don't know how to track her down. Worse, we don't know how to track her down, but unfortunately I know someone who does. This has been Wobegon. The voice of Matt was Jamie Patronus. Check out his podcast, The Cellar Letters. The voice of Edgar was Jeremy Infinger. Check out his podcast, The Storage Papers. And the voice of Sylvester August Baxter was Harlan Guthrie. Check out his podcast, Malevolent. All four of us have been announced as guest writers on the side quill to the Magnus Archives, the Magnus Protocols. Consider helping that get made by donating to the Kickstarter, link in description. M dog, Ed dog, and M dog, 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 M